Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to the Wisdom of Spirit with Rose and Winterbrook. This evening we are going to be chatting about letting go. Um, hi, Winterbrook. Hey, Rose. Hi, everyone. Good evening, folks. Um, we're going to start off by having Winterbrook tell you of all her upcoming events, adventures, and escapades. Winterbrook, what do you got planned? All right, well, only for the next couple of months. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're on Long Island, I'm going to be at the following libraries on the following dates. Tuesday, April 4th, I will be at Williston Park Public Library. And on uh, oh, April 27th, I will be at Long Beach uh, Library. And in May, I am going to be at Great Neck Library in uh, May 4th, I believe. Sorry about that. May 2nd, sorry. Tuesday, May 2nd. Um, I'm also going to be participating with the Eyes of Learning for their uh, spring festival weekend, uh, Friday night, April 21st, is Meet the Psychics Night, where you'll have an opportunity to uh, watch five professionals, myself included, those scheduled to appear, but of course, God forbid something happens, they get sick. Uh, we're not supposed to tell you who's coming, but I can give you a sneak peek. Danny Ackner, Dee Cologne, Rosa Ventura, and Ronnie Todd, all great uh, practitioners. And on Sunday, I'm going to be one of the volunteer readers from 11 to 1 at the Eyes of Learning, and they'll have readers there all day, including uh, your friend Rose, um, Anthony, Pico. He'll be oh, doing, yeah, Anthony, um, great astrologer. Yeah. And Go visit him and have him do your chart. Pointers. From 11 to 2. So, oh, And there's oh. usually about 12, 9 to 12 readers in the room, so lots of uh, practitioners. So come down. Is that this Sunday? No, April 23rd. April 23rd, okay. Yeah, and there's vendors there, too, and they have free uh, lectures throughout the day you can go to, and the the, um, the little readings are, I think, 20 or $25. All the money goes to the Eyes of Learning. Additionally, at Eyes of Learning, I am the featured program with Sandy Ingham on Friday, May 19th. This is one you don't want to miss. Sandy is a colleague of mine from the U.K., uh, we are going to have her on our show here on April 20th, so mark that down to tune in. She goes into full trance, and while she's in trance, her guide, uh, using her hands, draws a portrait of the spirit communicator, and she works uh, with a second medium, in this case it will be me. So as I'm bringing through a communication to somebody in the audience, spirit will have her under control uh, drawing the communicator's portrait. It's it's a phenomenal um experience and she's right up there in the top we're very privileged to have her coming to long island uh she's one of maybe a handful of mediums worldwide that's um progressed into something called precipitated color where she's actually drawing with a black pencil and yet when the picture's done colors appear on it such as blue eyes or or skin tone and there's just not many people uh that are known in the world that can do that. So that's uh, something you want to mark your calendars for. And I'll turn it back to Rose. Okay. Um, if you are listening, uh, wherever and however you're listening, if you want to call in, if you have a question, a comment, if you'd like a mini reading, if you want to reach out to a loved one on the other side, call us here at the studio and we're at 347-677-0699. And when you call in, don't forget you need to press the number 1 on your keypad. Otherwise, we won't know that you're in the queue and that you have a question, comment, or would like a mini-read, okay? So just a little bit about our show. We are here every Thursday evening at 7 p.m., and we bring you... Uh, all kinds of spiritual and metaphysical insights to help guide you in your day-to-day -day living. Our topics will include, and they are not limited to, spirit messages and guidance, psychic and mediumship chats, alternative medical healing modalities, uh, monthly meditations, chakras, gemstones, tarot, runes, other forms of divination, astrology, 
animal communication, and much more. And as uh, Winterbrook said, we're going to have Sandy Ingham on, and then in June we're going to have Gypsy Moon, who is a paranormal investigator as well as a psychic medium. Gypsy is a real live ghost hunter. Um, so keep tuned, and, and uh, we will let you know. Usually in the beginning of the week or midweek, we put up the marquees on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and you'll know what the topic is and what we're going to be doing that Thursday evening. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to visit my website, which is www.violetrose.com. No, I'm sorry. I'm www.readingswithrose.com, and Winterbrook is www.winterbrookmedium.com. So you can get more information about both of us from our websites. Feel free to email, whatever. We're both open to questions. So uh, without further ado, this evening we're speaking about letting go, and I'm going to let Winterbrook take off with that one. Okay, well, why do you want to let go? And do you know letting go applies to emotions as well as um, hoarding of uh, material possessions? So I'm going to start with uh, letting go on the physical level uh, because this is the time of year, spring cleaning. And um, what you want to do is you kind of want to clean out Get rid of things that are no longer of use to you because the more stuff you have, um, the more energy you expend, whether you realize it or not. So Feng Shui, because the, the theme of letting go actually permeates many different belief systems. Um, and in Feng Shui, you know, the idea is to keep the energy moving. And you can't do that if you have hordes of stuff. Now, what a lot of people also need to do is to let go emotionally. And uh, this often comes from having hurts. Um, You know, somebody mistreats you, perhaps, and you um, hold on to that hurt or the anger. And it might be justified anger uh, from, you know, being mistreated. But there's a saying that, you know, you're holding on to your own anger is only going to harm yourself. It doesn't impact on the uh, guilty party, so to speak. So the idea is to try to let go, um, find forgiveness, which will then release that stagnant energy and enable the universe to fill it with fresh energy and opportunities that you're prevented from obtaining if you're stuck uh, ruminating or feeling that anger or holding on to that hurt. So that's why you will find teachers uh, from all different belief systems that teach that. Of course, it is in direct contrast to an eye for an eye, to uh, uh, what was it, Rose? Eye for an eye and a eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Well, like I think Gandhi said something like, you know, an eye for an eye. All that does is make the whole world blind. Yes, yes. I I happen to agree more with Gandhi. I've never liked that eye for an eye, uh, tooth for a tooth business. I don't even. Yeah. I can't even remember what the saying is. <laughs> um, Revenge and, and retaliation gets you nowhere. Right. That's so, good for your karma. You know, we have to be giving. We have to be giving and forgiving, holding on to stuff and trying to get back at somebody and being spiteful doesn't serve any purpose for anyone. No, and, and actually all it really does is it takes your energy and awareness and focus into something that's not going to benefit you that much. Um, versus if you took all those, your energy, your focus, your time, and put it into something else that can benefit not only you but even benefit another, um, you make a much better use. 
and you may find yourself elevated, regardless if you realize it or not. I find um, one of the most common ways people work through grief is they um, dive into helping others. Perhaps they set up memorial funds for their loved one who's passed away to honor the memory of the loved one, but they use um, their time and energy to benefit those that are here. So I have, I know a woman, she just, I'm very inspired by her. Uh, she was devastated by losing her daughter and uh, what she does in honor for her daughter, who's only 18. Uh, she raises money every year and then the, splits the proceeds uh, for scholarships, one for a special needs student because she also has a special needs daughter living, and then uh, one for a student that is pursuing the field that her deceased daughter had wanted to pursue. So this is how she works through her grief and, benef- you know, she honors her deceased daughter and, and at the same time she's benefiting two young people every year. So, you know, she's just not sitting in, in, in the total pity and, um, you know, anger, all these feelings that you would feel in, in, um, re- as a result of losing particularly a child, uh, she, she's moving it, paying it forward, moving it forward, focusing on doing something positive and productive. Doing something. That's the, that's the key to, to letting go. Do something positive. Do something productive. And uh, sometimes you can learn a new skill instead of being frustrated with yourself, your life, where it's going, where it's not going, and not letting go also ties you to the past. You can't get out of your past. And the thing is we really need to focus on being present, living in the present time and in the now. That's the only place you should be living in. You don't want to be, as they say, this has said a lot about these two signs, Scorpio and Capricorn, they drag around the old bones. And you really don't want to be dragging old bones throughout your life because they get heavy and they don't do you any good because you're just dragging bones. You're not doing anything productive. You're not doing anything positive for your own life. You're just dragging around these damn bones. Let go of the bones. Let go of your frustrations, your disappointments, and focus your energy on something that you actually can control. A lot of times people focus their energy and thoughts, etc., on things they have absolutely no control over. Well, it's satisfying because you think that you're doing something productive or you think you're, you're controlling something, but in reality what you're doing is you're sapping your own energy and you have no control over it. Like a lot of people who are so wrapped up and in, into this political stuff what Trump's doing, what he's not doing, what his cronies are doing, what, he, what they're not doing, Russia, the United States, Germany, this place, that. All of that attention, energy, and focus can be put into your own life. And unless your life is perfect, I think you can agree that you'd be better off putting it there because it would benefit your life to have your focus there instead of on something you have no control over. You do well, have control over your own life. Okay. The only thing is, and Rose and I agree about 90% of the time, um, this may be one of the 10%. As far as, you know, political and the way our, our country is going, I, I am mm-hmm. one that will promote people and encourage them to be proactive. Like and I think actually you know what you probably are the same way I know you're very proactive with the standards. I'm not talking about proactive. I'm talking about people who are out there who are obsessed with the media oh, hype, okay. the gossip, the BS, and like their whole world's like, oh oh, did you hear? And oh oh, it's like, look, this is crazy. Okay. You're wasting time yeah, on this. If it's a fact, if you're doing something productive, like you know, informing people of something that. They need to know about that's one thing. But I know people whose whole lives are revolving around the, let's put it this way, political gossip. It's a waste gotcha. of time and energy. 
Got you. Let it go. All right, so we just needed that clarification <laughs> because I'm sure if I didn't understand it, maybe somebody else didn't either. But it's always good to be, um, since we have that right, like you do when you're um, protecting the wolves and um, trying to protect Standing Rock. But anyway, um, so going back to it, springtime. This is the perfect time to try to inventory what's not working for you, both uh, memories from the past, emotions, and also on the physical plane, because whether you're aware, realize it or not, as I mentioned, the more clutter you have and stuff, it actually drains your energy. Um, I don't know if you've ever had an occasion to walk into particularly a hoarder situation. Um, the energy <laughs> is just so stagnant. No, I actually I had a tenant who I found out was a hoarder. Why? Because I had to go upstairs into her apartment. Oh, my God. It was like that show. There was like 18 inches. She's gone. I mean, I took one look at that, and I said, you know, you've got two weeks to get it out of here. Um, but I couldn't believe even the energy. And, of course, you know, she had mental issues, and that was part of the problem. Um, but even in everyday life, for, for those of us, uh, that just, you know, working so much, sometimes we start accumulating stuff and we're going to get to it. You know, that junk drawer, right? I don't know, a couple of weeks ago we had a bad weather system on a weekend, so I tackled the four junk drawers uh, in my house, just reorganizing, throwing out expired coupons, things like that. I'm a very good thrower-outer. Um, my daughter's, they're more... My mom had a to be a hoarder. She was like a mini hoarder. And every so often, I would get a hold of stuff. I'd be looking in cabinets and closets and making a garbage pile. And she'd go, oh, do we have to throw that out? Oh, that's good for this or good for that? My mom was the queen of, oh, it's good for. She grew up in the Depression, and they saved everything. Oh, yes. Like, no, I mom, we really don't need 250 aluminum pans that you saved. Well, I had So I didn't get to throw this out. My brother, however, he would come home, go to the garbage pile and say, oh, my God, Mom, you're going to let us throw this out? And the whole saga would start. And I think that hard hoarding comes a lot from fear. Yes. But, yeah, no, you got to go. Fear of letting go. <laughs> what you want is you want the chi to be able to circulate and go through your house unrestricted. Because, as Winterbrook said, if... If it can't move through the house and it can't move unrestricted and bring in new energy and get rid of stagnant energy, it just it has to circulate like air. Uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. So cluttering and hanging on to stuff is not the best. Absolutely. You gotta let it go. Yeah, I have that fight with my kids. They aren't that bad though. They're just they're just standard kids. But I had an uncle. Uh, I lived with him when I went to law school because uh, he was like a grandfather. He gave me my first car because he wouldn't let it go. It was a 1966, and he had a newer car. It was not. He had a 1972 car, and I'm going back to 1985. Um, so he gave me the 66 because his wife couldn't drive. He was the only one that could drive. And um, so he was like a grandfather. They had no kids. And I, I moved in with him when I went to law school, partly because I had to do all his shopping, and he had no one to take care of him. And he had receipts from 1954, from, like, the hardware store. Oh, my store. God. Was, uh, Uncle Joe. And now he was blind, too. He was, you know, had these wicked bad cataracts. He wore those big old glasses because he went for the surgery, and the doctor told him no lifting. So he got home, and he carried my Nana's wash down into the basement the first two hours he was home. So um, that cataract surgery didn't work out too well. And... I would try to get rid of stuff, but, you know, he had this radar. What are you doing? What are you doing? But that's the kind of... Yeah, they always do when you got to throw something out. <laughs> so the, the reason we're talking about this is we're trying to motivate any of you listening, throw some of the stuff out. If it's good stuff and it could be useful to someone, donate it. You know, um, right now they have this program, Souls for Souls. 
I just dropped off a couple of pairs of boots. My daughter wore them three times, and her foot grew. So um, you can donate old shoes, even if they're not in the best of shape, and they um, refurbish them and they give them to people who don't have shoes. They have you have the Salvation Army, you have the Goodwill stores. You can drop off your clothes. That you know, if you haven't worn it in two years, chances are you're not going to wear it in year three or year four. So, you know, they even have an app that's called Let Go. If you have something and if you don't want to donate it or you don't know what or you think it's too good, put it on the app, let go. You put it up there for sale, and it can even be like give me whatever you want, donation, 10 bucks, whatever. Put it on the app. Somebody will see it and more than likely need it, and here you are, you're saving it for centuries, and uh, you can get rid of the stuff that way. And no excuse to keep it. I lost everything in my life twice. Once when my my dear brother sold my mom's house out from under me and didn't even say, hey, you know, come pick up your junk. And the second time when I had a house fire in 2010. And i got to tell you, when I redecorated after the house was gutted and rebuilt, I wanted. I went minimalist. I didn't want a lot of anything, and I didn't really try and salvage a lot from the fire because I didn't want a lot of stuff. Material stuff meant nothing to me at that point. So, like, even now, I keep on top of uh, everything, and if I haven't looked at it in six months to a year, out it goes. And I remember when I bought the house, people said, Oh, my God, but you have no basement. Well, my mom had a basement and a two-car garage, and all I saw when I was a child was stuff going from the upstairs into the basement because she didn't have time to deal with it, and when the basement got full, it went into the garage. And I kid you not, my mother died with all of that stuff intact. So oh, yeah. you got to let go. You just got to let it go. And, um, you know, even as far as harboring emotions, if... Uh, if you're upset with somebody, okay, acknowledge the upsetness, but don't keep a hold of that either. Don't hold on to that. And, um, you know, just let it go. Let everything go. Acknowledge and release. You know, you don't want to deny it, but don't hold on to it. Okay. Did I lose somebody? Something happened here. Let me check. Winterbrook, are you still on? I am. I am. Oh, I thought we lost you. Sorry. No, we had no, a I'm here. Just... I, I heard. I thought you were going into the chat room. So, shame on me. No, we had, a caller, we had a caller who just hung up. Okay. Guys, oh well, you know, can't can't work with impatient people. They were they were here for like twenty seconds and hung up. Oh, maybe they just dropped the call. Um, don't be shy. Call. You don't have to ask a question on letting go. We just have topics to to kind yeah, of hear the conversation. Yeah, but if you do have a question, I got to remind you guys: three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine, and press number one on your phone. Okay. So anyway, got quite a the theme of letting the go. Oh, sorry. I just want to make sure that the people who are in the queue know that they have to press one because there are quite a few of you guys in here, but no one has uh, said that they have a question or a comment. So, okay, going back to us jabbering along. <laughs> <laughs> so letting go. I mean, that goes right down to the... Um, the old saying that you have to empty the vessel in order to pour new into it. All right. It it actually, you know, these aren't just sayings or quaint little quotes. This it they're true and real. Um you you can't the the universe um if you're trying to manifest, for example, it's very difficult for the universe to fill you with what you're trying to manifest until you've made room for it. 
So oftentimes when I do my manifesting, when I want to, you know, perhaps have an opportunity arise, I always add, and please assist me in releasing whatever blocks I have to this being manifested into my reality. You know, the blocks are things I need to let go. I may not even realize consciously, you know, what they are. Maybe they're hidden uh, hurts from childhood. You know, everyone has those. And it was something very big when you were seven years old, but then um, you forgot about it. But the pain associated with that that experience when you were a young child is just kind of sitting there in your cellular memory and your mind, and it's creating a block perhaps for something that would be really good for you at this phase in your life. So, um, you know, it's so important to not only uh, focus and manifest what you'd like to see happen, but to always align that with releasing whatever needs to be released. And you can ask the universe, your guides, your angels, God, Jesus, your other religious, um, you know, Buddha, any of these um, ascended masters, any of them, you can ask them to help you to release because you may not even know what the block is or what, you know, is uh, causing you not to be stagnated. So ask for help. The universe and all, you know, God and everyone is there to assist you. You could simply even just say, I release any and all that does not serve me for my highest and best good. And this way, anything that would impede you or, or is in your way will be released. Perfect. That's gratitude a perfect plays, affirmation. Gratitude plays a large part in letting go and releasing. To let go is to be thankful for the experiences and all experiences the ones that have made you laugh, made you cry, that have helped you learn and grow. So it's the acceptance of everything you have, everything you once had, and the possibilities that lie ahead, or sometimes, as they say, blessings to come. And it's all about finding the strength to embrace life's changes, to trust your intuition, trust that gut feeling. And to learn as you go to realize that every experience has a value and to continue taking positive steps forward, like always forward-moving action all the time. Don't let yourself get stuck and be stagnant. And sometimes you have to distance yourself from a while, you know, for a little while. Just take several steps backwards. You don't have to be like a chariot on fire and always going, 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 pushing, pushing, pushing. Take a you step don't? back. <laughs> well, we know you do. Yes, you keep that up. <laughs> you got burst spontaneous things one day. Oh God! But uh, yeah, you take a step back I don't really. And, uh, it just happens. But I mean, uh, no, in all my, uh, in defense to myself, I'm also a mom. So I think uh, any of us that are raising kids right now, we just don't stop. I, I, every mother I see, I mean, you're also like in the of bunny rabbit on crack. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> she's got, she limits her kids to two activities, but she's got three kids. So you know, there's you just you run it all over, and you're living your life, their life, you know, because. It is. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We love you for it, but better you do it than me. I'm I'm just I'm more I'm lazy. Let's admit it. <laughs> I'm very Aww. laid back. Uh well, I don't know. I'm getting there. I'm getting old. So, you know, you take it slower. But uh really focus exclusively on what you can change. And if you can't change something you don't like, then change the way you think about it. I'm famous for saying perception means everything. Think about it sometimes. What's your first perception about anything? And ask yourself, is it a positive response? Is my perception positive? There are some people who they only see the negative. They only see that glass half full. 
And some people see that dress as, um, you know, an opportunity empty. to be refreshed. <laughs> God, okay. I'm sorry, I'm doing an Anthony Pico. <laughs> I'm typing as we're on the air. But anyway, somebody just private messaged me about something related to the show, which uh, we work with whatever we can. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever you can do, claim ownership and also claim full control of your life. Don't let anybody be beating you by the nose. Um it's always best to rule your own life. Some people get led a little bit too easily. I don't know if they say, you know, they're a bit naive or maybe some people are afraid to, you know, take full control of their life because sometimes, you know, it's easier to blame other people around you, but do you really, can you really say, yes, it's my fault, I own it, I own up to it? That's some scary stuff. But you really have to let go of fear and find your bravery because pointing fingers at other people is not the way to go. When stuff is it's never, ever your fault. No, it's uh, some way or another it's always your fault because you either let things happen or you allow things to happen to you or you haven't stood your ground so... If you want to change, if you want to let go and move on with your life, you are the only one who can make it happen. And that starts by focusing inward. Stop pointing for you. Stop. It's an outside source. It would never be me. Well, look within. It's the hardest thing for people to do is to look within themselves and claim ownership of who they are and what they are and what they've done and what they haven't done. But... It can be done. And uh, if you're looking outside of yourself to find where you fit in or how you can create an impact, stop and look at inside yourself instead. Like my first couple of readings for the new year were all talking about whatever divination method I used. Tarot cards, runes, oracle cards. It was all about this is the year to be authentic. This is the year for no excuses. This is the year to be who you were born to be. And a lot of people are afraid of doing that because we've been taught and told who we really need to be and what we really need to do. And as Don Miguel Ruiz says in his book, The Four Agreements, we're all living somebody else's dream. We need to live our own dream and in living our own dream, we have to adhere to the four agreements, which are simply be impeccable with your word, no talking BS, no lying, no trying to schmooze people over. Don't take anything personally. Too many people take things personally to get their own feelings hurt, or they hurt their own feelings. Don't make assumptions, and always do your best. You know, one thing is you cannot do anything more than your best. And if there are people who are pushing you or making an assumption that you can, it's on them. It's not on you. Don't claim it. Don't accept it. Don't allow it. It's like I have a friend who every time we talk, she says to me, oh, well, so-and-so hurt you. I said, no. What so-and-so did was very hurtful behavior toward me. But I did not accept that behavior because I knew where it was coming from. It was coming from a deeper wounded place from inside that person. I can't hold them responsible for that. So I forgave them and moved on. But you can't say that somebody hurt you or we allow people to hurt us. No one can hurt you unless you allow them to hurt you. We have a caller here from the 516 area code. Hi, caller from 516. You're on the air with Rosa Winterbrook. Hello? Hi. Hi. Who are we 
Hi, hi, Rose. Hi, Winter. This is Lisa. I love you. I'm so into the day at Terry's. How are you? Good, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. I loved her. How are you? How are you doing? We had so much fun. Uh, hey, what can head. we do for you? Well, I was hoping that I could get a little mini reading. Um, it said that I could be able to ask. I wanted to ask about health. I'm going through some health issues, and I wanted to see if you had felt anything on that for me. Okay, and that, this is my Lisa, my artist, right? Yes, yes. Okay, because yes, you know what happened is this, the 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 connection died out a little bit when you were. I heard at Terry's, and then I lost the rest. At of it. Terry's, yes. Yes. I have to now, tell you that was a remarkable session, and I'm so looking oh. forward to doing some more classes because that was really wonderful. Thank you, dear. Um, for the rest of you, I taught mediumship development Tuesday, and Lisa was one of the participants, and she did fabulous. Um, <laughs> help. Not a fabulous teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, just a fabulous person. Fabulous. Oh, geez. This is just the love club tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> we love you. It's, it's the love club. <laughs> okay. So I should tell you, Lisa, I don't, um, I don't do diagnosing, and I generally don't do um, health readings, but what I can do, I'm comfortable doing, is I'm getting um, from your guides, they want uh, less extraneous, less strenuous physical activity for you. Okay, yes, that's what I've been going through. Mm-hmm, right. I'm getting some treatment now, so I can't really do too much with the treatment. Good. So that's what they're, they're coming through. They want you to, you know, take it easy on the strenuous physical, but do get a little bit of, uh, you know, don't lay on the couch all day. Like even if you just kind of lift, your, you're sitting on a chair and you lift your leg up, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not even like that, but that's why I'm laughing. But they don't want me to do the extreme, which is be at the gym, which is what I like, two hours a day. <laughs> yeah, no, it's less strenuous. Yeah, my guy just said you, she's a maniac. <laughs> yes, um, I am a maniac. I love the gym. I'm the only one left, honey. I'm a maniac. I like that. High five that, that angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't want you to be. They want to you to take it easy. They want you to nurture yourself, love yourself, focus on healing okay. yourself. Okay. Also, you can keep up with your drawing or your artist, your painting. I don't, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like when you're in that zone, you are uh, they are able to channel greater amounts of healing energy along with the inspiration they give you. Yes. So, yes, I'm sensing that. That is something that they they say. You know, you don't have to put that to the side. Definitely do that because that's helping on uh, on many levels. Um, you will use, they'd like you to, are you doing a diary? Um, I sort of, I mean, I'm not really sure. Like I have to channel for the client and then I'm doing my own like research where I find something out and I write it down. Is that considered a diary? No, a diary is just keep, uh, you don't have to do it every day, but a couple times a week, have you know, like a diary, dear diary. Like a, di- like a download of what I learned for the week? Like nope. that kind of thing? Dear diary. This is how I feel today. I'm struggling oh, okay. because um, they said okay. I was going to be okay in two weeks, and now it's been three weeks, and I'm not back to where I was. The reason, like an emotional dumping, like kind of like a yeah, cleanse of the head. Okay. Yeah. The reason being is that you are going to come out of this experience, but you need to be able to be able to look back to where you were so that you can go forward and help others who are going to be going okay. comparable. And what happens sometimes is that when we get out at the other side of the, the light, of the side of the tunnel, you know, we forget about mm-hmm. those hard days we had. So if you keep a little diary, you know, it just, you can, um, you'll be able to empathize a little bit and also help steer the future clients that come to you going through similar experiences with health. Okay. And also a book, because I feel that uh, a lot of the book would be about the the faith that you maintain, even though there are going to be some days that you're like, are you really serious, spirit? You know, I'm not feeling so good. And it's going to work out. And having all that written down, you can go back, because I see a book being written kind of to motivate other people going through uh, similar situations. I've always felt that, so thank you. That's that's uh, validation. Thank you. If I can read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> 
My pleasure. Well, that you'll have to work on your own, dear, because this is not channeling, okay? This is your own speed. This is just putting down how you're feeling, what you're thinking about for you, because that's actually going to, you're going to use that to write something and also help people, your experiences. Okay. And you never know, because uh, back in, what was it, 2010, 11, I started writing out of nowhere started writing these poems, but it's like, I thought in the beginning it was me, but then I remembered that I was hearing the lead lines, because I'm clairaudient, and I would hear spirit, I'd be in the damnedest of places, and I would hear a line or two, or I would hear my guide say, get the paper, so I'd, I'd get paper and pen and start writing whatever I was, I was hearing, and the wind-up in total was, I've written two books of poetry, Channeled by Spirit, over the past, I'd say, five years, I wrote one in 2010 or 11, the other one in 2012. And if anybody would have said I'd be writing these books and publishing them, I would have said, you're crazy. But there they are. They're on Amazon, and uh, people are loving them. I got nine really lovely reviews about my musings of love and life, and I never would have thought it. So you never know, Lisa. Just go with the flow. Yep. Go with the flow. I'm going to definitely go with the flow. And um, I just to validate, as far as we were saying, while I'm doing my artwork, I'm getting a healing. Interestingly enough, I'm doing um, I'm doing a soul portrait for Yvonne. And if you know her, she's a very uh, a great Reiki healer. And uh, while Yvonne I'm Cook. doing the meditation, yeah, she's wonderful. Yes, Yvonne Cook. That's my buddy, Yvonne uh, Cook. She's wonderful. So in her Daniel, painting, actually, well, I like did that Yvonne, myself, and Kathy Lipinski were the three Reiki goddesses. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She is a goddess. She is a goddess. I'm working I on her, her portrait. While I was doing the channeling for it, they told me to stop and to visualize myself in the painting with her healing me. So I totally get what you're saying, Winter. I definitely felt that. I I texted her, and she was very touched by that. I said, you know what I'm they're asking me to have you because the the artwork when it's when I'm working on it becomes uh, alive like it's an energy painting. So they asked me to go in it to be healed. So thank you for validating that. I was I thought that was I was happy I picked up on that. I was happy you just validated that for me. So thank you. Thank you. Now I have a you job. Also have, <laughs> you also have a spirit guide who, when he was around, he was a painter. But he also liked to dabble in uh, metaphysical arts and healing arts. And I think he is the one who's behind you, and you may be picking up or feeling him working and, and healing through you. In other words, he was a an artist by trade or by nature, but he was also interested in all things metaphysical, especially healing things. What is his name I'm going to ask when I go in my meditation? I don't know, but he keeps showing me a photo, and I can't think of, of the artist. Whoever the guy was with, and I, I'm ashamed of myself, but he wears a big black hat with a big brim. Almost looks like 17 or 1800s. Leo? Leonardo? Yeah. No, I'm not getting a Leo. Okay. Well, Winter, when I was with you once before, you told me there was someone else trying to work for me. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Rose. That just flashed into me. I know that that Leo wanted to work with you, Um, but that'll happen when it happens. Um, Yes. But is it Leonardo da Vinci or some Leo? Leo. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not Da Vinci. Works with Sandy. Yeah, I'm not getting Da Vinci out. It's Leonardo Wait, Da Vinci. Is, 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 oh, it's a, it is Leonardo Da Vinci. And he Do works with Sandy. <laughs> she calls him Leo. Oh, it's working. And okay. it, he works with Sandy Ingham. That's her guide. But he works with other people, too. Yeah, but I'm saying to you, my guides are saying the one that's working with you, Van Gogh? his name is not Leo. Okay, Van Gogh. Is that who you're talking about? No. All right. That, I don't know. I don't know my artist because that wasn't my. I, well, I, I'm trying to imagine which one 
wore a big hat. <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask well, you. That's why if you, if you oh, give me the first on. initial, I can research it. I'm researching. It looks like Johan Vermeer. He, I said Dutch. He was a Dutch artist back Who? in. He was born in 1632. Johan Vermeer from the Netherlands. A Baroque. Oh, Vermeer. Dutch. Oh, Vermeer. Oh, yeah. Hello, yeah. Oh, he does have a big hat. She's right. <laughs> I have no idea. So I'm glad she made it. Oh, because I've been doing portrait classes and we've been painting in his style. That's pretty funny. Ah, <laughs> ah now what? I know this guy wanted to come through, but I had to research it because I could see his picture. <laughs> I could see what he looked like with the hat. I just couldn't. couldn't oh, get I the love name. it. I'm going to bring him in for sure. I love his work. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. That's wonderful. So he works for you when you're working, when you're painting. Wonderful. Oh, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled. Thank you, ladies, both of you. Wonderful Our pleasure, message. dear. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon, ladies. Thank you again. Cool. Be well. Thank you. Take care. Okay. That explains why I'm not an artist, because I don't have a degree in art. <laughs> you yeah, know, no, the guy I, with the hat. I don't, yeah, I don't know artists. <laughs> I'll be honest. That was never my... Uh, my area of interest, but that's super. She's a delight. She really is. I'm glad. I used to love to paint, but never took, you know, formal classes in art. So, so where were we? So anyway, here we are. I'm letting, oh my goodness, letting it go. There's nobody hanging out in the chat room. Okay. So anyway, letting it go, back to the letting it go. Uh, a lot of times, put yourself in the other person's shoes, and that's part of the don't assume anything or take things personally. Think about why that person is saying what they're saying or doing what they're doing. Um, odds are you could have easily slipped up just like the other person, and you really need to live in compassion as well as living in self-love and understanding others and being loving and treating people with unconditional love and respect, compassion is huge. Compassion dissolves anger as well. Sometimes somebody can be screaming and yelling at you, and if you stop for a minute and just say, okay, I understand, or, you know, it helps diffuse the anger. And they let go of whatever it is that that they're uh, holding on to or that's got them on fire or that's got them upset. They may have misunderstood. Communication is so important. And communication is difficult, not only from this realm to the next, but, you know, just right in families, people that have grown up together, shared culture, this, you know, the same language as far as like English or Spanish or Italian, they still miscommunicate, right? So yeah. communication yeah, the is not that easy Because you're always afraid to look like a fool and you don't want to, you know. But the bottom line is just be honest. Honesty is, uh, you know, people are so afraid to be honest. And again, the fear, because someone's going to blame them or someone's going to accuse them or but even if someone does blame you or accuse you, the further you communicate or the more you communicate, the more understanding will take place. So never be afraid to communicate. Uh, a lot of times relationships, marriages are ruined and fall apart because of a lack of communication. What's the worst thing that could happen if you communicate something and the other person either doesn't understand it or takes it the wrong way? You just communicate it again in a different way. And um, if they don't get it then, just let it go. But uh, never be afraid to over-communicate, really. So 
to summarize everything that we're talking about, take try it. It's the springtime. It's time for new beginnings. But the first thing you need to do is to let go. So inventory, if there's anything you are consciously aware of that um, is bothering you, make it on the list and just, like, write it down and ask the universe to help you release. Um, and then go one step further and ask the universe to help you release that which you're not aware of but may be blocking um, your ability to manifest. And start working on that now because we got in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a full moon on April 11th, and that's a really good energy to use to release with. And then you can manifest as you're going into the new moon. And while you're sitting and you're doing that level, look around your home and for spring cleaning, you know, let go of some of the clutter and also, you know, do a little spring cleaning to get a little bit of uh, fresh energy around you. Because if you get some, if you're in stagnant energy, it's going to affect your energy and you want to keep your energy bubbly and um vibrating and and welcoming to all the wonderful things and opportunities the universe would like to bring to you. So work on the energy and work on the home and work on the emotions and, you know, lead a soul-filled life. There's always a, uh, uh, there's another ritual that we used to do when I was holding the Red Tent Women's Circles. We would write down on a piece of paper a couple of the things that we wanted to let go of, a couple of the things that we wanted to get rid of in our lives. It could even be like, you know, I, I want to be less neurotic or, you know, uh, I want to be more compassionate or, or I don't want to be so negative, however you want to put it. Anything that you wanted to get rid of, you would write it down and we would take a little candle. We don't have candles burning, but we would um, take a candle Light, light it from the candle flame, drop it in a huge ashtray, and just let it burn. And as those little messages were burning, we, um, we would just imagine them and watch them with the intention that all of those things, as the ashes, you know, fall, we're letting go of all of that stuff on that piece of paper. Last call for the evening here. We've got 206 here on the online with Rose and Winterbrook. Rose, this is Rusty. This is Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Rusty, hi, Rusty. <laughs> hey, I was just calling to say hello because since you guys started the show, um, I hadn't uh, I hadn't had the chance to call in and welcome you guys to the Satan Network. So welcome. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Applause. <laughs> so I just wow. got out of the Tai Chi class and saw that you guys were on the air and. I'm like, oh, I'll call in and welcome them personally to the Saken Network. And I think you guys are already like, what, like 8, 10, 12 shows in already? And I'm just now <laughs> getting in touch We're with like you guys. We're like six months in. Oh, see, well. Six <laughs> months in. <It's... laughs> wow, well, you're up on your yeah. shows on your channel, Miss Saken Network. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? I'm just, I'm just been so out of it, but, you know, I've just been dealing with, you know, life. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing on my own show. <laughs> but I know we're but, not yeah. a food show. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'll keep up with that for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to start a food show. I'll we'll throw that you know? in the think tank. Yeah, let's we'll throw that in the think tank. But yeah, I just wanted to call and say welcome to the Saken Network, and it's it's just it's just so nice to have you guys on the network. Well, we appreciate having the opportunity to be here. So thank you, and thanks, Seika. Thank, thank you, you so much. Love being awesome. here. Just love it. Love you guys. Good. Thank you. Well, I'll just continue to listen for the rest of the show, unless it's over already. We've got one minute left. You can listen to the last minute. <laughs> okay. That'll be great. I'll listen uh, to the last minute. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, uh okay. That's it, and we will be back next week. And next week, we're having Chris.
stressful for a stressful life or if you like for a stress-free life. Certain people yeah. have very stressful jobs, and those are the people who need these crystals. And we'll let you know what kind of crystals you should be carrying. Uh, cool. Doing other things. If your life is full of stress, bury yourself in rose quartz. No, but there's, <laughs> there's much more than that, and we'll discuss that next week right here on the Wisdom of Spirit with Rose and Winterbrook on the Seika Network. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and have a wonderful week. And thank you, Rose, for your insightful uh, commentary tonight. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Thank you, Winterbrook, for connecting with all these lovely people that you connect with on the other side and helping people out. And, of course, we have studio issues. My audio is going around and around and around. Here we go. Thank you, thank you all for being here with us. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. Good night.